But I think once you quit hearing sir and ma'am, the rest is soon to follow. Oh, it's the tide. It's the dismal tide. Hello, everybody. This is Brendan. We're back with the dismal tide. Uh, I'm joined, as always, by Mike. Say hello, Mike, now. This is where you This is where you say hello. Here I am. I'm watching the Spring League. It's not it's not hello, and I didn't like that that took you like three or four seconds to get in. Well, you know, uh, I my stream had broken up a little bit, and I was concerned that you wouldn't be able to hear me at all. Okay. It's just as long as we're putting our best foot forward out there, you know? Uh, I'm doing I'm doing everything I can. We haven't been here for a week. Uh so, you know, welcome back. Where are you? We, we, we took, took off the NFL obser- draft. in observance of the NFL draft, uh, our holiest of days. Are you happy about your Cowboys having fleeced the, the, the Philadelphia Eagles? Absolutely stole their lunch money? Um, you know, I wouldn't say that. Well, uh, I didn't introduce you yet, so that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that is our friend Dan. Am I reading this right? Biz- Biznack? Close enough. Okay, Dan Biznack. Hello, sink, Dan. Thank you sink, for joining us. Sink the Bismarck. <laughs> uh, Virginia resident. Yes, yes, I do live in Virginia now. Uh, Philadelphia sports fan. 757, what's up? Wearing a <laughs> wearing a Philly shirt and a Mariners hat right oh, now. That's cause, that's cause I was going to say. Of the Mariners. Oh, okay. Adorable. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I was I was gonna say that you're you're pulling off a rare combination that I do sometimes, which is the the, the West Coast hat with an East Coast shirt. Yeah, that you're just ready for all night. It's just all night baseball at that point. Uh, one game ends, with, one game starts. Mine is a Niners hat with a Philly with this Philly shirt usually this Bryce Harper shirt, and I'll, sometimes I'll have my Niners hat on. And if I notice that I'm doing it, I take it off, but I don't always notice it. I I I don't like it. In Dan's case, uh, I'm not opposed to it just because he is uh, he's he's coaching the Mariners. Boy, you wore the mixed outfit for the coaching, the Philly no, jersey. No, no, I took I took a shower and I wanted to wear a hat, and this is the closest one I had. Okay, so is this uh, is this one of these nice little leagues where uh, you're getting to like the actual teams and you can buy the stuff? Because I I do like that. Uh, no, so it's, it's literally T-ball. Um, so (laughs) (laughs) it's, it's not even, but if what, but if the kids want to buy actual 5950 new era hats, they, they can the size to fit them. I mean, yeah, they do. They have kids hats. You kid wants a damn hat. You got 60 bucks in a dream. When I played played for the Hamilton midget jets, I owned a bunch of New York jets shit. Um, and and have had a soft spot for the Jets for my entire life because I, when I was nine years old, played uh played for the Jets. Well, you know what they say. Uh, when you're a Jet, you're a Jet for life, Mike. That's right. Well, actually, uh, when thank you for when, indulging me. When you're a Jet, you're a Jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day. <laughs> Is that in the song? Yeah. I've, Is it really? I've, I've never for seen. Some reason, I've never seen the West Side Story. lyrics to that song. I've I I don't think I've seen or listen to anything from West Side Story for 20 years. But for some reason, the, that line stuck with me forever. I can't even tell you the last time I saw West Side Story. What's the line again? I'm, I'm fairly certain it's when you're a jet, you're a jet all the way from your first cigarette to your last dying day, which Oops. is a pretty cool line. It, and it rhymes. So it's it's probably, right. That's probably why, because it talks about smoking, which rocks. Although I think I'm fine. <laughs> I think I'm out forever on smoking. I don't think I can do it. Anymore. Finally got there. 
I've been so, out forever on smoking for for a few years now. I think my last like official last cigarette was probably like three years ago in our apartment's backyard, and I just remember like, all right, like one more, let's see. And I'd already had like a bad taste in my mouth about it, and I had that one. I had like two or three drags, and I'm just like, yeah, back you know in, what? I'm done. Back, back in like October, it. I went to I went to the bar with Tim uh, because he was moving to Los Angeles, and uh, and and he bought a pack of Parliaments and gave me one, and I immediately had diarrhea. <laughs> it ran through me. And Dan, you're done smoking now because the menthols are, are are done, right? Uh, I never did menthols. Do you still smoke? Mm-mm. Look at us. Nope. Yep. No, everybody. Everyone. I was never a regular smoker. I was every smoker's best friend. We're, we're... Hey, you got one for me? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me bomb one. <laughs> you mind if I? It was always like three drinks in, and I'd be like. You mind if I bum one? Well, Big smile on my face. I'm like, come on. What's one for a pal? Uh, well, Dan and I both worked in the same place where we were allowed to smoke inside for a long time. So you sort of had to because it was just something to do. Um, and uh, also, uh, the are, three we gonna, of us... are, are we going to go down this road? Nope. Uh, we we don't certainly necessarily, not. Don't necessarily have to. <laughs> certainly um, not. It, not without Andy, anyway. Andy yeah. is still my dream guest. Um, we, it's we, so funny. You'd be the best man at his wedding, we and he's the uh, dream. You I can't was, fucking find. We can't the get time. him on. The, we can't find the time to get him on the show. <laughs> his schedule doesn't work for uh, literally anybody. <laughs> well, he's around. Uh, he's around Sunday nights, but I'm never around Sunday. Nights. I think I um, said that in the past tense. Like Andy isn't married. You were the best man. <laughs> well, I was the witness. I they <laughs> the got, only they got married at it. City Hall, so I was the wit- I was the witness. Yes. Um, he was the uh, best man at my wedding. Yeah, <laughs> look at that. Everything is connected. We are we are all energy. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, oh no, and and yeah. Also, the three of us all also hung out at bars in New Jersey, where uh, eventually, once it got late enough, you were just allowed to start smoking. It was the best time. Is whenever the the bar the bartender looked around and then just. Put the ashtray up, up on yeah, the table. Lock the door. Ashtrays yeah. come out. It's just like, yes, yes, yes. If you got them, smoke them. That was a special feeling. Whenever you got to stay in a bar after two, like if the mm. owner or like the wait staff just looked at you, he's like, just take a seat in the corner. You'll be okay. That was always the best feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I belong here. They like me here. You well, had some blood. Well, for me, it was always better. You had bloodline ties technically now to the one bar, to the well, hob. Yeah. Yeah, but but you know I never did, so it was always just you know the winning personality and the people I was sitting next to that got me well, to that finish line. To, but we did at the River Mill a lot too. But we oh also my God. we also sort of should have known that because we were the only people ever in the bar that um, that, uh, that 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 it couldn't last forever. Yeah, that was that was glorious. Those were, were the golden years. It's a, it was a great restaurant that was in a doomed location. Because mm-hmm. it was between two highways, that, and you couldn't see it from either of them. <laughs> that, that's, that's a funny point. Um, and, and it was, and right it was next to a police station. station. Yeah. yeah. But on the other hand, like, and I did like the place. They had good food, and uh, the the owner was so interested in having re- return customers that he really took care of you. If you came in, like, uh, the second time you came in, you were so set forever. Um, but I still think Taffer would have had a fit in that place. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think John Taffer would have had a fit. 
it, it, he would have. Um, I think we were we would be the ones that uh, they'd be looking at us inside the in the car when they're outside, <laughs> just talking about like, look at these guys, and then it's just uh, us just screaming, just pounding our fists and screaming in the bar. There's no one else around. Okay, so here's what the owner guys gonna... like this. There's no women in the bar because of them. <laughs> uh, no, I, I just think the one specific thing he's like, all right, so what you're going to see here, the owner, this is the owner of the bar. He comes around the front. He puts a bunch of very, very intoxicating liquor in a glass, and you see he's lighting it on fire. He's, <laughs> he's lighting it on fire. He's suction cupped his hand to the glass, and he's making this little redhead kid a huffing. <laughs> and all these grizzled old men are going to laugh and laugh at this this little boy should be guarded. L- and I'm the little boy in all this. Lizak L- Lizak would tell Taffer uh, they, they would get in an actual fight. <laughs> We're just having a good time here, Taffer. Uh, <laughs> you're you're going to get people drunk. <laughs> no, it, it was a it was a great time there. Um, and also, uh, Mario. Speaking of owner, drunks, are you guys drinking? Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to join you. i get up here. Ooh, right. Oh, follow you through the house. We'll follow you through. Oh the yeah, house. we're just gonna walk around here Take real quick. Take a little tour of the uh, oh. Banders Band Band Zach. But Mario also told me a lot of fantastic lies. Ooh, um, he uh, he was oh. he told he told me one time. Yep. Uh, he just goes, you know, all French cooking is. It was a Portuguese restaurant, and he goes, you know, uh, all French cooking is Portuguese cooking. The the French stole the recipes, and it's like. <laughs> What in like the middle of the night? Like, or... Come on, man! Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> no, they didn't. I just like, heard the, something. There's an entire country between the two of you in Spain, uh, which, like, if you wanted to argue that the Spanish stole a bunch of them or whatever, okay, fine. But, but I, I just uh, there's there's no way that the like the... Spanish stole it, stole them, and then sold them to the French. Yeah, there's there's a lot of yeah, like. <laughs> Everything you think of as French cooking did not come from Portugal, a, a coastal nation. <laughs> Portugal, by the way, does have a lot of uh, fantastic cuisine and wine, for that matter. Uh, I miss I miss the River Mill so much. I think I think um, I have a mouse in my apartment. Oh, the, well, I, the, this wouldn't be the first time. It's not been the first time. I think I have to move out. I've had too many mice. I've killed so many mice in this apartment. And I thought I sealed all the bolt holes that they're getting in through. But like a, a mousetrap that didn't have any peanut butter in it just snapped across the room. And I don't know why. Oh, no, that's just ghosts. I'm fine with ghosts. I don't want mice. Ghosts aren't going to get me sick. What about I mean, mice? Are, I'm not mice. a baby about the mice. I Don't sign me up for ghost mice. Can't get rid of them. Can't poison them. You just uh, call the Ghostbusters. Yeah, they're uh, the rates outside of New York City are insane. Oh, no, true. <laughs> um, a lot of travel. Yeah, once you got to cross a bridge, I mean the uh, <laughs> the price goes up drastically. <laughs> yeah, they stick to that one toll. Bro. That toll sixteen bucks or whatever. I actually don't know. I can't tell you the last time I paid a, a toll. It's so expensive. It's expensive to get in. I don't. Own, I don't own a car, and that's why um, I, I said next. To, if anyone ever tries to cancel me for a problematic belief, I'm going to talk about how I'm not contributing to climate change because I uh, uh, I haven't bought gas in eight years. That's a pretty good argument. I'm sitting on that one. Like I, I, you can objectively just like sit back and look around you when you're in like a crowded highway and be like, "How is this 
knowing what we know now, we know this isn't good. Like, there's got to be a, a better like train situation. Actually, if I can, if I can find it within myself to ride uh, my bike to work tomorrow, uh, that means I will not got on the train all week. Well, we can't all pull that off. I could, but I, you know, I could. There's my job is like a mile and a half away. I drive there every day. Yeah, my my job is <laughs> from it. It's like five and a half miles, uh, door to door. Um, so it I can I can ride that in, the, in a half hour, but it um again weather permitting. I'm not committed enough to do it in the rain. I aspire to ride my bike to work, but I don't have a bike, so you know, got got all sorts. I of would steps I would be so this. if you have to wear like full rain gear to to ride a bike. Like you're gonna be so nasty underneath that by the time you get there. You smell like you're, potatoes. Like, yeah. I mean, I I can just look out my window and if it's raining, I'll drive. That's well, some of us don't have that luxury. I I mean I could probably Yeah, you gotta you gotta be like, oh man, I don't I don't miss that about the city at all. Like having to be informed about the weather five hours after you've left. It's like yeah. if you leave and you don't have an umbrella, like you're just fucked. My friend oh. Johnny my friend Johnny just bought a car for five hundred bucks. Um, he's, he's got an O one Accord now, that but it's just it it's just an incredible hassle for him. Like he still just has to move it all the time. Like it it's just it, it's just something that belongs to you is now just out on the street twenty four hours a day and like uh, is either going to get destroyed or be or like hinder like some emergency operation. Uh, not to like force the conversation or anything, but I, I've been for for whatever reason I've not been able to get out of my brain. Your friend that was the Sprite guy at the pizza restaurant. Can you revisit that? We haven't talked about that in many weeks. That I'd was like, like that was around that. that was around Christmas, I guess. Um, my my friend Colin at work would go to uh, Pizza Paradise, as it was known at the time, and he would. Um, Is that the front for the pedophile ring? No, uh, no, no, no. That that's comic Actually, ping pong. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. Now and he would uh, he would go Pizza there. Pizza Planet. Uh, Pizza Planet. The yeah. uh, and he would go in and uh, they would see him coming and I guess because he just regularly would get sprite like would just start pouring it for him and then he felt trapped by it because like at once they've already poured it he can't just feel like I didn't actually want that <laughs> like and then just and then just sort of dealt with it forever. <laughs> Because it's the cl- <laughs> it was like the closest place to get lunch. <laughs> it was oh, so it's God. just like if it's raining, that's where you go because it's it's the closest place. And also the I other fucking b- love that. I just I, and I even made this. I'm gonna make the same joke I made the last time you talked about this. But just two Pizza Paradise employees looking at each other and be like, "This guy fucking loves Sprite. He can't he get enough. Just of it. Fucking loves it. If this guy comes in, don't make him ask for it. He'll hook be fucking him. mad. He'll be bad. You gotta hook him to the machine." <laughs> I know this kid. This kid doesn't get diabetes. He seems like a good kid. Regular customer. Loves Sprite. Dan, how is your T-ball team doing? Uh, we are undefeated. Not how bad. Many games? Well, are they keeping score? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, here's the th- uh, as I'm sure as anyone here can attest, are and I'm sure Dan can. The kids are the kids are keeping score. They they know who's winning and losing. The kids I, that care know. If it's as young as I think it is, I don't think they're keeping score. I don't think they know to run to first base. They do. They know how to run to first base. That's where they draw the line. That's after it. first base. It's a lot of question marks. Base for, it, that, 
base running for them is impossible. It's hard so, to it's hard to stay focused as a child. I can't, if I can't you're, tell if you how many six. times. Yeah, I can't tell you how many times like you have to tell you, you like one person is on the base and then the second person comes to that base and then you don't know who was there first, so you have to think about it and like okay, you go to third. Have you thought about strapping bomb vests to the kids so they're they're scared of each other when, to get too close? Uh, do you just put that in your back pocket? Kids don't uh, react well to stress. Yeah. Gen- I found um, not and, like, and, and I will say, Dan, I I do have a very good idea of how many times you have to tell a six year old to do something. There, I yes. mean, I work with kids; it's my living. Kids are very dumb. Yeah, uh, the the main problem is like you have like three of them that just won't listen to you to not fucking kick dirt. Like, I know the dirt's there. I know it's a lot of fun, but please stop fucking kicking dirt because you know what? It's getting in everyone's eyes and we all hate you. Yeah, the, there's wind, oh, the making, wind's like, kicking up. They got yeah, to like, pay a guy to come rake that out. Yeah. <laughs> it's, disrespe- it's disrespectful. We have, we have one girl that just likes to build sandcastles. Another kid that just digs his, his cleats into the, the, the dirt until, like, he fucking reaches China. And then my son, who's like, you know, looking at me every now and then, and then like kneeling down and trying to look for like cool rocks in the ground. I'm like, no. Your son out there hitting doubles, fucking legging out. Which, he's doing uh, the thing where you get a walk and he's trying to like round first base and try and just like no, maybe the, the pitcher's the, not paying the Nemo? attention. The Nemo? The, the, the Nemo? The Nemo, baby. Uh, but which uh, got got to test a thing here. As the coach's son, what position is he is he playing? They don't they don't play positions yet. We we literally we <laughs> tell him just so, get out there. Yeah. So it's it's. It is the most low level of baseball that you can get. So, like, we have three shortstops because most of the people hit well, it off the middle. Mike's a Mets fan, so let's. Not you're just too you're much. just building uh you're just building like a like a wall the way you would in front of a free kick. Like <laughs> <laughs> everybody's wearing helmets even, all the time. <laughs> it's not even like we actually set them up like that. They kind of gravitate wherever they want to, and yeah. you have to like make circles in the dirt, stay here, and then they won't move to get the ball after it passes them. So you're like, oh god damn it! Well, I'm gonna tell them to stay there, <laughs> but. uh no, so like literally everybody everybody hits on a uh, on a team. There's no outs. So you go you have I have 12 kids on my team, so all 12 kids hit and then they switch sides. No one keeps score and then the last kid that hits hits a home run. So he gets around around the bases. All the parents cheering and clapping. But then you get like, you know, actual baseball fun when like kids make good stops and you're like, "Yeah, hell yeah." And like actually ripped the ball so it's not yeah just i was gonna ball. say what's the furthest you've seen one of these little pipsqueaks hit the ball so uh actually today like we have this little kid literally he is you in 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 uh school like he's he's your like your proportional proportional height of to us of all the other kids but he's, he's short you can call me short it's okay no 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 what but he's little like really little <laughs> not just short like really little. Okay. <laughs> it's not just a short thing. Okay. You're not listening to me. He's, he's really small. He's not just short. You I would say you could, even. you could put him in your pocket. <laughs> but the kid plays. Like he has like the best swing on the team. 
he has like the, the swagger that you would expect from a kid that's like 10 and he ripped the ball today. I think it almost got to the outfield on a, on like one hop. Like the outfield the, grass? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I can hit the ball farther than that. What's the exit velocity on that? <laughs> uh, yeah. I, didn't, I didn't track it. 48, 38 miles an hour. We weren't, we weren't on the field with fan graphs. So. And then how, how high is the highest that these kids have gotten the ball in the air? Uh, I would. Above your you head? T- have you talked to the kids about yeah. launch angle? No, I did not talk to them about launch angle yet. I'm just trying to get them to stand on the right side of the plate. <laughs> what if they're lefty? That's I meant the correct side of the plate. <laughs> what would you? What's We're the percentage of children who just stand on the plate? Uh, well, it, I figure that would be three out of twelve. Okay, that's, that's more more more, more well, statement well, with on the, your actually with, with the T there. The the T sort of takes up the plate, so I for, I forgot about that. They're not taking well, live pitching. Yes, yeah, so um, they are now. So it's coach pitch oh. after like the first two games. So. I figured they would figure it out pretty quickly that, you know, where to stand because of the T. But once the T was gone, it was just like, I, I don't even know what I'm doing. There's the whole object permanence thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, still the, the, still missing bits and pieces of it once you get to six. So my favorites were the, the when the T was against the fence. One of my kids went and stood next to that T like they were going to hit it from there. That rules. Just um, like I stand, I go where the T is. That's it. Yeah. Like, are any of the coaches really bad at pitching? Uh, I haven't seen one yet. Has, it, has there been, been a hit by pitch, and what was the reaction? Uh, they charged the mound. Okay. I would. I think it's very funny to me the idea of a t-ball coach who just like keeps throwing balls. I. <laughs> yeah, I. Really, you gotta look those over the plate. You know, don't swing at everything, kid. <laughs> I re- I really enjoyed baseball and like the t-ball and pitching machine levels. And then once we started taking live pitching around third grade, I was out on the whole thing because uh, like <laughs> it's it was, com- yeah, it was just like I, I still don't. I know that like the kids need to learn how to pitch at some point, but like you're really putting yourself in harm's way at um you know it, when you're nine years old and you're trusting like you're, you're trust you're trusting a nine year old to to throw strikes and like that's a big ask. Yeah, and I, 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 I mean, I have the, the kids to warm up. I have the kids like throw, like get a partner and start throwing back and forth. And I can't tell you how many times a ball's almost hit the person like three rows down in the head from <laughs> just because they're just not good. <laughs> just completely like winging it and going everywhere every but the other person. I remember being at, um, uh, in the, in out in the fields behind Peter Mutual, um, and just doing like a warm up uh, catch with uh, with Paul Sager, um, and he would just rifle ball like, uh, like just throw it as hard as he could at me, and because I didn't have a strong enough personality to like, uh, you know, I I, I wasn't uh, I wasn't a big personality in the clubhouse. No one was. I wasn't friends with anybody. No one was asking me to uh, just have catch with them. It's not like I would naturally be talking to someone. It was just like, well, I'm left over and he's left over because no one wants uh, anything to do with him. So like we're having a catch and he would just, and he would basically just pitch at me when like, well, like just in a warm up situation and just like, this sucks. Like I, I can't, 
he he was awesome though um he when we would uh practice at um at spring street um he lived relatively close to there and he did this exact same thing in middle school he would climb out the window and go home because he lived next to the school <laughs> um but and when we would be at, at spring street he would just run away he'd jump the fence and run into the woods and just walk home <laughs> That's a really good personality. Uh, it is. Trait. I remember. I remember the Irish goodbye, but everybody can yeah. like, see you going. <laughs> I remember. I do specifically remember Brad Oler's dad, who was our coach, just going like, "Ah, come on, Paul!" Like as he's like going <laughs> over, like, climbing over the fence. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was. It was really good. But that's I remember like even that. Yeah, I, I I was so afraid of getting hit by the ball. And like now I was I very mean, afraid as well. I mean, if if now like, all right, I, I'm 33 years old. If, if you want to hit me with a pitch, that's going like 40 miles an hour. Like I could probably take it like I but like at the time, uh, no interest. I didn't want it. And I remember I stood I, I they would like my coaches would be yelling at me. Um, like you got to get in the batter's box. They're going to call you. They're going to call a strike. If you're not in the box, I'm just like, I don't care. I'm like, I am not standing <laughs> near. I'm not standing closer to the ball. You're insane. When I was in little league, uh, Brandon, I don't want to say anybody's last name. Uh, Brandon, who's very good at baseball from our high school. He irrelevant. It doesn't must matter. Have been fifth grade. And he, his dad, I'm sure told him to do this in hindsight. But like he was just like, listen, if you just brush all these kids back, they're going to jump out of the batter's box and it's going to be a strike every time. Um, and he did that for like six or seven batters in a row to the team I was on. He wasn't even throwing at the plate. He was just throwing over the the whatever the batter's box. So we'd have to back up. And like by the time the catcher caught the ball, we were out of the batter's box. And the, the umpire kept saying, he was like, if you step out of the batter's box, it's a strike. And he just kept doing it because none of us wanted to get hit by this kid who was just throwing it as hard as he could at us. It was really very scummy in, like, a very cynical way to play uh, peewee sports because, like, a, an 11-year-old is not going to think of that. Like, that comes no. from the dad. Yeah. yeah. That's the sort of advice that I would give. <laughs> it, it It is really like if you're a dad and your kid is the one who's just like, yeah, he struck out eight guys in a row because these pussies wouldn't get hit by the ball. He's like, I don't know. I guess I understand yeah, where the pride a, comes in there. On a technicality. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hey, they don't want to play the game. They don't want to get hit by the ball. Then don't fucking play. 11-year-old boy. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking baby. You going to cry, 11-year-old boy? It's like, yeah, maybe. Maybe Probably. I remember I, cried, I <laughs> yeah. cried, I, I cried on purpose um, because I just, that was my last in third grade. It was the last year that I played little league baseball. And that's when, yeah. And that's when I was just a, afraid of the ball. Like I was getting played. Like it was when we had five outfielders. Um, and so like, I'm just getting stuck out there in the outfit. Like uh, I'm in, uh, I, I'm like getting played in, uh, in right field. And just like they're trying to hide me like I'm they're they're wasting my time <laughs> like um, and uh, uh, or or even because there were just too many kids. Um, so like I, I played either like one of the five outfield positions, usually in right or uh, I would sit the bench and like just DH um, and and I was so sick of it. And I remember I'm just walking into the outfield one time, like before the game even started. And somebody was uh, throwing a ball to our first baseman 
and his like it just tipped off his glove and hit me and i'm just like this is my chance and i just start like <laughs> and they're just like and i just threw a fit about it i'm just like i i <laughs> I, I remember very vividly choosing to cry then just like i can i don't have to play the stupid fucking game if i if i just cry and i got out of it and yeah then- no that's that's the move if a kid's crying like as a professional if a kid's crying there's there's a lot of like hey stop crying go go sit over there for a minute like pull it yeah. together i don't want to deal with uh, this i right remember now. that's that was one of the two times the other time is when like it was out of actual like genuine frustration um when i like struck out for probably like the 30th consecutive time because i wasn't standing <laughs> in the batter's box and i whipped my bat as hard as i could like two-fisted through it against the uh the dugout um which was all fenced in but like threw it against the fence and i remember the, my coach being like they're gonna throw you out of the game i'm just like let them like <laughs> i'm just like and and then what and, and like what's going to happen if i get thrown out of the game like could this get worse <laughs> 30 times in a row and then i switched to football <laughs> a sport that i wasn't afraid of I I I just I, I should have played baseball one more year because I think I I quit after fifth grade I believe and frankly like Brendan kindergarten through like fourth or fifth grade I was just a fucking ADD monster like I I couldn't nothing caught on for me I was just like flitting from one thing to the next but by like sixth grade I had like I was I was a little smarter. I think I would have like known the rules to baseball. That was my biggest problem. Like I, I just like didn't give a shit enough to like look at baseball for the longest time. It was like this thing that my parents are, are making me do. It wasn't like a chore. I liked it kind of, but like actually the nicest compliment I ever got in baseball was from Gallo's dad. It was the last year yeah. I played and I was on I was on their team and we were pretty bad. But I remember just like and I was already pretty good at gymnastics like to this point so i was mostly just doing gymnastics i was probably already in the gym like four days a week at that point and but i was still like on the baseball team uh i probably missed a bunch of practices but i remember like everybody pairs off when you start throwing and i didn't have a partner so i was with gallo's dad he was just like yeah just throw it to me whatever and i just started throwing at him as hard as i could and he's like whoa and this is a nice compliment here it comes right here he's like whoa you got a live arm there we gotta get you throwing with the good kids over here he literally <laughs> that i was like okay i'd love to throw with the good kids let's go and then I quit. by the way that's another thing is that um uh one of those th- right, I, you know something i say all the time is like uh people are always talking about like motivation and like a very success win sort of thing they're just like prove your doubters wrong all the people who told you you can't and just like no one's ever told me i can't do anything in my entire life like no one has ever told me that i can't do something i'm a little white boy like yeah i, I can do whatever i want yeah it's 1993 the world is mine <laughs> and, but the one the one time and the one thing that sticks out of me that i'm uh, that i remain pissed off about is again uh uh my coach brad oller's dad um, and by, and uh, I will mention full names, Brendan, and I will say, you know what? And you can't say that every bad child is a is their uh, is the fault of the parent, but I'm going to put it on them. Um, but uh, I said that uh, I I expressed my interest in pitching, and he let me throw exactly one ball. We went into the we went into like the the, the sort of like. Not bullpen, but like there were those like sort of like a sort of like pitching warm up area to the side where it's just the one 
Uh, oh, did he go uh, like, all right, you want to pick so bad? Yeah, pitch. Yeah, he's like, yeah. And I, th- and I, and I threw the, f- no warm up, and I bounced the first one. He's like, see, can't even hit the mount. He can't even throw over the plate. And like, we're done. Oh. I got, I got to throw one, <laughs> I threw one ball and I bounced it. And then, and then he shut me down. And I never, come here, you little fucker. Yeah, never throw had the ball opp- then. Never had an opportunity again. Big shot. I had a similar, uh, slightly more rewarding. In the end, I'm five nine. So like, there was no future there. But like I like I, I don't you have, have the, pitched when you were 12. I don't whatever. have the leverage to, to like, be a professional. No, you could well, have thrown to Binzak. Wow. Show him some respect. He's a guest on the show. Ban Banzak. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I had a similar experience catching. I just like wanted to try catching. And they didn't let me do it for a while, but I don't remember. We were either up real big or something, but they let me catch, and I, I think I actually, like, caught one. <laughs> they were all just flying all over the place. We were just having a good time. <laughs> Coaches were having a laugh. The pitching machine was on, so, like, they kept going, like, stand here. Put the glove here and just, like, keep it open. Just wait for it. And every time it would come, it would go, like, <laughs> it would just like, fly <laughs> past me. away from like cringe away from it like move out of the way it's like those are coming in pretty fast like, well i don't know it's like 30 miles per hour is pretty much the slowest it gets so <laughs> dan what's the worst thing that ever happened to you and you oh wait sports? but i do remember there was a bucket behind me i was supposed to put the balls and the one i caught i just like they were coming in so fast i was just like disposing of these balls and the one i caught i like just flicked it up over my head and it went in the bucket and the dad behind the home plate was like whoa <laughs> way better than my catching yeah so the the worst thing that ever happened to me in youth sports, um, similar to Brendan's story, um, we had we were playing this one team and they had this one pitcher who was probably through the hardest in the league, in like our division, whatever, and uh, he was pitching in the the in the playoff game, and during the season he had hit me like three times. And like he was like one of those effectively wild players, so like, ah, oh, we should have named our podcast that. Fuck, that's taken. Okay, good. Thank God. I, I I'm sure <laughs> I, I I don't I've never listened to it, but I I can tell you that's taken. I was kidding, by the way. Oh uh, well, then me too. I was also <laughs> kidding. <laughs> Damn, so got me good. <laughs> um. So he would like throw balls and then strikes and like be so bad, but then reel it in for enough time where you could strike you out. And you were so scared of him hitting you in the, you would, you know, you wouldn't be ready for the actual good pitch. So I, uh, I was hitting that game already. And then I had to go back up and I was just like, I'm not, I'm not going back up on the, on the plate. And like, I faked a stomach ache so I didn't have to go back up. And then, That's really and then good. when, and when he came out, I, I, I was like, oh no, I'm, I'm okay now. It, I, it's uh, passed. Somewhat similarly, when I was like five or six in soccer, which I found way more interesting as a kid. Um, I was like, I think I was like exactly five years old. I was goalie, and we were beating the team real bad. The whole, the whole game was being played on the other end. And I just, I had to pee so bad. And I was five. <laughs> so, I heard the story. So I just like turned around and walked to the back of the goal and peed there. And I was just like, I thought I like pulled it off. I was like, yeah, nobody saw that. Nobody's looking down here. They're all looking down there. They're playing offense. And then like 
a couple minutes later, a timeout was called and we all walked back to the huddle where all of the adults were all already laughing and just like crying and beside themselves. But I was like, why did you pee back there? Everybody saw you. Like, What are you doing? You could have went to the bathroom. You could have told me. I couldn't. We're in the game. We're in the game. Like, what do you no want? Ti- like, there's I- no timeouts. Oh, would you rather there's I just piss myself? Probably timeouts in youth soccer. Um, they were constantly stopping the clock and doing subs. My worst, my worst moment, uh, probably like that 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 feels worse than any of those two, um, that I mentioned already. These are all from the same season, by the way. 1997, playing for Kelly Enterprises baseball. Were you guys dark green? Uh, we're, we're like a Kelly green as the, uh, Kelly as a, as a name I remember was, the green yeah. team was always yeah. the good one. The, oh, Brad Oler's dad was a good coach. We, uh, we were, we were good. It was, um, uh, us and, uh, I think, uh, farmers and mechanics bank and, uh, and Mershon. We were the, we were the three Kurt played for Mershon, uh, Mershon concrete, by the way, I would, I would enjoy having a Mershon concrete. Sure. I think it's a, yeah, it's, a, just a cool. it's a good company name. Um, this is great. But um what I remember specifically isn't just like it, it it's not the one specific failure. I and there's an old pork roll sandwich <laughs> episode where I told this story, but like the RSS feed doesn't even work anymore. Like you can't uh, I don't think that this this exists recorded somewhere, but I don't know how to get to it. So I'll tell tell it now. Um we were at Northern um, we were playing Mershon and I think this was, uh, uh, to, uh, to, to use the soccer term, this was our chance to go top of the league. Like we, we would, we would have the best record in the league if we won this game. And, uh, we are tied with one out and there is a runner on third and I come up to the plate and John Fallon is on third. I still remember that. I remember his face and the encouragement he was giving me when I stood there and him just like, and, and him just saying like, just come on, just like put it in play, just come up and we got it. Like what we win, like just put it in play. We win. And, and I struck out looking and, um, and then I actually, I think it was Paul Sager, <laughs> actually, you know, who the, the much maligned Paul Sager who came up and got the game winner right after I struck out looking. And, um, and and there was a whole like dog pile and all that on him. And I'm just like, it, it could have been me like that. <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to to I could have won a game my, myself. You would have remembered it forever and You'd still talk about that uh, slow roller between the, <laughs> the pitcher and, and the shortstop. Oh, they both rem- sprint to and they still get uh, you out at first. But oh, I remember the one ball I put in play that year. I <laughs> I, I rolled one back to Eckleman. He threw me out at first. <laughs> oh, you and really expected- just did. Oh, for 30. huh? <laughs> that was for Not real close. But but no, I remember I I struck out looking um, and like God, it would have been so easy to just to just swing the fucking bat at any point. <laughs> looking, back, looking back on it, if I just Going- swung the bat, I probably had a pretty good chance of making contact, and I just didn't. Uh, and and I and I and I blew an incredible opportunity to uh, to win a game, and um and, and yeah, that that is stuck with me for that was that that was an all time low. Even though we won, and I should have been happy, I knew that that was my one chance to contribute because I'd contributed nothing. 
And obviously, yeah, crying when I threw my bat at my own team um, uh, because I had uh, got called out again because I wouldn't stand in the batter's box like that was also it wasn't great. But um, giving gymnastics some representation in this this little league chat, this youth sports chat, I still think the hardest I've laughed at anything in my life. In a way, I think because I was a child, I'm incapable of laughing that hard anymore. I think I'll never top this. Takes a little bit of explanation. In gymnastics, you have the chalk bucket where you chalk your hands up. You Obviously, your hands are covered in powder when you do bars. Um, and you see all these people do these big flips off the bar. A lot of times, like the dismount, and then the, you, know, you stick the dismount, very satisfying ending. Um, you learn the dismount in like a belt system, like almost like a bully, like rigged up like a stuntman belt, basically. So you like flip off the bar, and you'll, they'll pull you on the belt, and you'll stay in the air a little longer so you can safely land. Um, this kid who who is now in prison, frankly, uh, um, he got the belt, which is attached all the way to the ceiling, like these big, long ropes, like hooked around the chalk bucket. And nobody really realized. And he went to they went to, like, pull him up and the chalk bucket, like, st- started teetering over. And it was like this real, like, agonizingly slow fall. And the kid who was in the bucket, like, looked over and saw it. And, like, for whatever reason, he was just like, I can save it. And he ran over to it and dove to try and, like, save it. And he dove, like, two feet short. And the chalk bucket tipped <laughs> over. And it fell about four inches in front of his face. And it covered him just head, <laughs> head to toe. Head to toe in powder. <laughs> he was, like, like – in the face like he was spitting it out and coughing it out in clouds with the hose it was it was so fucking funny I'm still laughing about it it's been 20 years yeah, that you you explained it very well because I have tears in my eyes oh uh, how big was the bucket huge it was like it was like three feet in diameter. It was so big, and yeah, it was just like kind of on wheels, and it was on this like metal base. But like, it's not used to having a rope like hooked under it and like pulled up in the air. You know, I'll Slowly. never forget. I'll never forget that dive. And then like he landed like so obviously short of it, just like in the <laughs> worst possible spot. Uh, it doesn't count as youth sports, but in high school, um, I had to face a eventual uh, minor league pitcher. His name was Sanford, I think, but he played for uh, Cinnaminson, right? Yeah, Cinnaminson. I seem to remember uh, Lysak talk about him. Yeah, he it was roided up like <laughs> completely on every steroid that they had at that time. And the kid threw probably low 90s at <laughs> eight, 18. No, um, and I'm on the bench, obviously. And he's like, hey, coach, uh, our coach was like, uh, Finzak, go in and hit against Sanford. I'm like, fuck, no. <laughs> and it's like, it's like the seventh thing. Two outs. I'm like, Just a oh, sacrifice. Cool. Yeah, you know, it was like yeah, we got to put somebody up there. We're 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 down two nothing. He's been mowing us down all game. Like he's like, yeah, just go in there and make the final out. Fuck you, Sprague. Like, come on. <laughs> so I go in the step in the box, and 
I see, like the first, I, I take the first pitch. It's just obviously a fastball strike. And I'm just like, oh, this is going to be fun. And then the next pitch was a curveball. And I'll tell you what, a minor league curveball is completely different than anything I've ever seen. I could and never it, hit it. I would never be able oh, to no, hit it. Dave Kowalski threw me a curveball once. And I was like, whoa, that was what that looks like, huh? Jesus. And it legit looks like it's going to hit you the entire way. And then it doesn't. It doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> well, you're a, do, you're a coach now. You might want to figure out some of the mechanics. Oh yeah, because you know T ballers really they, <laughs> your they really rely practicing on the curve. his curveball. Yeah, he's gonna. You better be careful. He's gonna blow his elbow out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, Just fastballs for a while, you know. Yeah, so I took the first two pitches. I'm down like O two, and I I know I was just gonna get like a fastball at the end. So I just. I just bared down and swung as hard as I could. And if I if I made contact, I think Lodzik says this all the time. He's like, if you made contact, that was probably your best chance of hitting home run. And yeah, he was already I, throwing I, it so fast, just barrel right, it up, like fucking just hit the hit the barrel and it's gone. And I still think about that moment, like how far not, away do you like, think your bat was from the ball, though? Like four inches, like like uh, sizable, like 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 half your head go, away from the ball. I, I I don't know how far away I was when you when you look at it that way, but I would say if you want to say how late my swing was, at least two <laughs> at least two seconds. We've already heard the pop of the glove before yeah, you I'm even saying. start to swing. <laughs> strike <laughs> two two strikes on that, I think. Yeah, the, yeah. But, the, the umpire is walking. The umpire has to ask you what you were swinging at. <laughs> But yeah, that that was probably my my least favorite moment of all sports was having to face that guy. Mine, uh, I think in in all sports, not just youth, uh, was when I, I was on the golf team freshman year, and I I did oh I like I in in, in practice when we just like played with the uh, with uh, with just us when we were just going and shooting around, like I did pretty well. I mean, not like in any way not in a way that like would get attention but like i i was holding my own as a freshman i was a pretty good golfer and um the the coaches decided you know it would be good experience for me to go to states and um and i went to states and i shot 127 and i finished last in, <laughs> in new jersey <laughs> <laughs> Well, at least of all the golfers who decided they were good group, enough to go to state. Group one, a uh, group one. <laughs> so, uh, so like I don't Little know. I didn't, know I, didn't have to, I didn't have to golf against the kids from like Holy Cross or whatever. It was just a small height. I was the I was the worst golfer in New Jersey who got invited <laughs> uh, among the small high schools. Oh, that's hard. That's a tough I'm one. sure up I, in I, I'm sure the kids up in in Bedminster or whatever, you know, they're they were they were all shooting like three under, and the, like they didn't they didn't they didn't want to know us. But yeah, I'm, uh, I'm kind of happy that I just got to strike out against Sanford. I still golf 127. My uh my uh, as far as like people who actually made it professionally, um my uh I probably said this on the show before but uh my 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 dad's claim to fame is that he uh uh he struck out cameron drew three times in a game before he went <laughs> before he went number seven overall to the astros <laughs> like that's um my my dad uh, uh any opportunity to talk about that uh he will he will take it 
And I don't think anyone's more upset that Cameron Drew uh <laughs> like was ended by injury than my dad because the, because they would if Cameron Drew had been like a perennial all-star it would it would only increase my dad's legend and <laughs> what he accomplished and the, the, free, the and the frequency of of, yeah. of of talking about it yes yeah my your dad, grandkids would have heard about it for sure my my, my dad also pitched a, a yeah he he pitched a, I think two no hitters and he still got the ball for one of them which it was a game that they won 19 to one because it was a, that, um, a guy scored on a wild pitch. A guy that he walked stole two bases and scored on a wild pitch. Jeez. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. Um, Jesus. What, I'm sure what, they didn't have the mercy rule back then. 19 to one. No, it was the seventies. Like the, they were just, they were, just <laughs> they were keeping score at five years old. Yeah. <laughs> No, I think they were, that was they were giving lashings if you lost. That was I don't I know think, why you, you you go one for three in T ball and you want to come home and eat. That was in like summer <laughs> that was in like summer leagues in high school. Back he, in was, the box. he was playing for like the Lions Club. Um or whatever. I think they had like a, you'd have uh Lions and, and Rotary and Kiwanis, all the Elks would all have teams. But that was yeah, finishing absolutely dead last in golf was uh that was that, that's a a uh a, a, a certain uh, uh, black spot on my my record. They, uh, I gotta wise. put that on your coaches a little bit. Uh, you know, they didn't read your personality at all. They had to. He doesn't have the confidence for this yet. No, that's correct. I did not, and I told him that. And so they I'm gonna go out there me. and get crushed. And little do you know, golf instructor, that if I go out there and cru- get crushed, I'm gonna fucking quit. I'm not gonna like learn from this and grind and be better. <laughs> my parents let me miss one in three school days. Like I'm not held accountable. I, I don't care. I, I loved being on the golf team, even though like, um, again, as a, as a terrified, uh, 14 year old, 15 year old, like I, um, I shouldn't have been allowed out of the house. Um, but, but no, uh, Planus and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and, and, and Shappy were my, uh, my two coaches. That was a great, great combination for a, for a sport. Again, not not guys that instill a lot of discipline, but fun to hang out with. <laughs> I'm trying to. Um, I think one more. I think one more gymnastic story about a kid I coached this time, and then we could probably just about end this. Um, this kid was like eight years old. Better be good if this is a closer. Well, I mean, we can still chit chat a little bit. I just want to aim in that direction. Well, I know that. I mean, like, obviously, oh, I have yeah, no, we got I have we got to talk to a little bit more. We I can talk I just about whatever. We, yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, listen, all right. Well, Dan, you should know that uh, when the show, when usually we stop recording and then just sit here for an indeterminate amount of time, usually until Brendan decides that he has to edit the show. Um, but but occasionally, uh, if and and this goes to anybody listening who wants to be a guest, if you just want to talk to us and hang out. We could go for hours. Listen, you come for the episode, you stay for the after chat. Frankly, you after know that's chat. really that's really the best part. Mm. You get the, you get the, get the dismal ties void uncensored. You get them uncensored. Just their real thoughts and opinions on the things that are happening in your world. Uh, this kid in her first meet, <laughs> her first competition, very terrified. We were on a basketball court. She was on the vault at the end of the long runway. And, like, I was walking up and back, like, getting everything settled. And, like, I just saw a big 
Oh no, she ran down the vault runway and she hit the springboard and like slid off the springboard and just like crashed into the mat and like rolled all the way through. And there were just like wet marks all over the place. And I just like looked at her and I was like, well, usually when somebody like messes up, they don't like hit the springboard and like it splashes. And I like looked back. You really couldn't tell anything on like the felt runway, but back where she was standing, like the basketball court, there was this big puddle. She's like, oh, she's like, like, like my my mom's dog when somebody new walks in the house, just like peed everywhere. <laughs> oh no! So this kid and I was just like trying to, and she immediately, like, as soon as she hit the springboard and fucked up, and she was seven years old. You don't really fuck up when you're seven, you know. She she pissed herself is what she did. Wait, uh, she, and, so she pissed all she, over, and then she slid in the piss, and then smashed into some mats. Yes. For sure. And and, and, and when, uh, so when she landed the on the mats, I was immediately just like, why was that wet? And she's like, I'm really sweaty. I'm really sweaty. I'm just really sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and I immediately just like turned my head sideways and kind of like made a face. It was like, yeah, I've seen sweat. It doesn't I usually believe. pool around the feet. Uh, just like, sure you are. <laughs> just do yourself a favor. I'm going to throw a towel around you and you should go sit over there and like don't. <laughs> It's fine. I it's, sent her to the bathroom. It's I, fine. I had to like talk to I think I talked to the meat staff and not like the janitorial staff. I didn't have to tell anybody, hey, somebody took a piss over there. That was that never felt to me. You didn't have to go interrupt a guy eating lunch and just say like, hey, somebody pissed over here. Somebody if you could pissed. if you could come do something about it, I'm not going to. I had to like keep lying to the other kids about what happened because you can't be other going like yeah hannah pissed all over the place <laughs> she was super nervous just she stood pissed. there in a puddle of her own piss until the judge saluted back and, she, and, she, and listen like look she soaked through it's <laughs> terrible she i oh well, they're taking hannah out back to spray her down she is <laughs> she's soaked she's not even gonna be able to get in the car it's terrible. No one's allowed to. <laughs> hey, don't make fun of her. But she's she fuck. And like, can I tell you, she fucking reeks. He's toes, just like she peed so much shit. her toes are pruned. Yeah, <laughs> I heard her mom doesn't love her, her anymore. Toes, her to- her toes are pruned. I just like I immediately felt really really bad for the kid because like she was seven or eight. Like you know that's a. a, a you know, you get nervous. And <laughs> I, I remember also my like my like assistant coach or co-coach or whatever you want to refer to her as was very like, listen, when you're wearing this leotard, these are nice. Don't like drink. You should always you should already have gone to the bathroom before the meet starts because we don't want to deal with that one during the meet. So she like internalized that and she's like, I can't fucking go to the bathroom. Like this is going to be three hours. And she was just like standing there with her legs crossed. <laughs> you know, things happen when you're seven in. Now, I kind of wish I'd spent more of my life in youth sports because I think that this is a really fertile ground for the show. I think just I I, I think if I the mean, show were I could do a story a week. I think if the show were exclusively youth sports stories, I, I think that would be fantastic. We could we could open that it up could to just a few be a segment. In a row, see how it goes. Yeah. <laughs> I no, I've uh, I, I I did I have my uh, my I'm credentialed. I can uh, I, I'm allowed to coach uh, youth soccer. I went through I I spent uh, like twenty dollars and took the test online with U.S. Soccer, and I'm allowed to coach like five to seven year olds. But 
Um, I tried to convince you to do that when we were still living together. You had, you had very little interest. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do with all these seven year olds. Well, you know, I'm it's uh, I, I, I do you have to like graduate up into higher ages, yeah. But for me, it's it's not like um, I'm not trying to like make kids be the best person they can be. That's not really what I'm in it for. I'm trying to win and. <laughs> And and no I no interest in grinding through the bottom ranks. You got to just go go to directly to a college. No, I think I uh, I would I would love to <laughs> I would love to coach at the recreational level. I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> like adult rec sports. I think I would love to coach adult rec sports. I think that would be so <laughs> cool. I would have so much fun. That would be very fun. I think uh, rec rec teams should have coaches, and it should be me <laughs> <laughs> for all of them. You might just gets to stand. He picks a side. I think I uh, I would, yeah. I would go through all the the classic bit, uh, and I would, God, I would j- just laying into people because they don't <laughs> even watch the sport and they're just here to have fun. Have we told the I'm not here to have fun story? We had to have. I don't know, but yeah, actually, someone, nodding. He's nodding. But, uh, but actually, the uh, only reason I came here, Colin of the Sprite Story, brought that up to me today at work. Really. <laughs> Yeah, he's just like, he's just like, what is that? Like, that it's like a guy told you that, right? Like, the he's like, I'm not here to make friends. <laughs> My like, first six months living in New York City. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. That guy was so pissed off, dude. You think I, I want to fucking play again? Dude, actually, like goalie I, for a I remember scrimmage? that league, not just that one specifically, but that entire league, NYC Footy, there's at least one guy on every team who is there to fight. And like it's and, and it's very funny because like that's not how the league bills itself, but that's absolutely how it is. And like I remember waiting for our game to start uh, at Sternberg. I was uh, I was standing there just watching the game before ours and just like overcome with joy when a fight broke out and a guy who was on one team but like hurt. <laughs> So he's there in jeans, just screaming <laughs> on the sideline, got involved, like ran onto the field. And I'm just like, yes, yes, yes. I'm like, that is, I'm just like, that is, I, like, I remember um, one time when uh, uh, the Arsenal was playing Hull and Cesc Fabregas was hurt. And um, he was just there in jeans and a leather jacket. And he got out and like got into it with the Hull's manager. It's like in a shoving match with like with Hull's manager, Phil Brown, who accused Fabregas of spitting at him. But that like that sort of thing, like seeing that at a rec level is is so cool. I love it so much. Just the 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 fact that a, a, uh, someone watching rec sports decided that it was OK to fight someone that was playing is yeah. great. Someone who just like someone who met there, who paid one hundred and fifty dollars uh, to to know like and has only known their teammates for three weeks or whatever. Uh, just decided that like this is like if an assault charge comes out of this like so be it like i gotta defend <laughs> like i gotta defend our guys like i'm i'm here to defend our colors and like i'm gonna get out there and cause a problem i bleed red and blue <laughs> <laughs> today anyway i don't remember what, yeah, what i wear i play for a different team on wednesdays but that's fine too like and i love them and i'll die for them but i'll die for you guys too and like whatever it doesn't matter rec sports for me it, it's it's an outlet for unresolved issues <laughs> for sure <laughs> just like this 
podcast. Well, this I talk about it in more. Uh, I mean, here uh, I, I talk about it very level headedly, you know, and I acknowledge this that is... like there are shortcomings and the like maybe I'm acting out in some way. Once I'm out there, like, yeah, no, rules. this is this, I, is, this I went is up just therapy. I just go feral. But you talked about this. We talked about this before too. But when when I was playing goalie for Mike's rec team, I went up for like a ball. Very stupid to play goalie at my height, but either way, the goal's went up for a ball, and I like caught it, and I like rammed into somebody as I did it, and this girl about my size fell over, and like oh you later out to me and grabs me by the shoulder. She's like, "That's the fucking intensity I want." No, I said no. I I like pushed you in the chest, and I said that's the way I send a message. Like that was not what I was doing. You just, you just, yeah, you just like careened into a girl and just and just put her flat on her back. I fucking later. I told you that's the way to send a message. I didn't even see her. Like I'm not good enough. Like as a goalkeeper, you have to command your area. Like that's the thing. Like and also, also, like he said, the most he ever respected me on the soccer pitch was when they were doing like a, I think it was a corner or something like that. And I was grabbing people by the back of the shirt and putting them where I wanted them to go. And Mike was like, I've never respected you more on the pitch. That's right. <laughs> that's, that's what I went. Yeah. I goalie should always be screaming. Goalie should actively be trying to hurt people. Like, like without apology, just smashing through people because like, you know, it, it's sort of one of those sort of gray areas of the rules with soccer, but it's just like the rules side with goalkeepers and that like you can put somebody in like if like in the name of getting to the ball you can put someone in real danger (laughs) like you can come you can take somebody out if it means getting to the ball because they're just like well you know the the goalkeeper has to do it um and and once you uh like obviously you can take a knee to the face and get like a skull fracture um and at rec level maybe you don't want to but you can you can certainly take advantage of that if you want. I don't remember. I remember I thought I really hurt this guy once, and it, it was just like we just rammed knees into each other, and for whatever reason, like the gods decided that it wasn't going to hurt me at all, and he was going to go lay down behind our goal for 15 minutes and just grab his <laughs> knee. <laughs> and like I guess my knee was more no, bent than his, I, or but like whatever no, I, I think deciding factor you that was. Can, um, at when if you're just playing at seven o'clock on a Wednesday night, like you know, with a bunch of people who all have work in the morning, like courageous goalkeeping, like you can, uh, you can that that is a huge advantage to have somebody who's willing to throw themselves at people because then they'll back off you, and and then you're good. I was a very bad goalie. But it always felt great to have like a good game or a good half where, you know, just like a couple diving saves and you're just like, I'm the best. Today I'm having a great game. Uh, I felt like that very rarely. It was quite bad. The best game I ever, the, the most fun I ever had in my life playing uh, rec soccer was uh, when I was playing in goal out of, because like I'm the one that can always be bullied into it for the sake of the team. And I'd borrowed your gloves. Um, and we went down 3 0 and came back to 3 3. And I was just, I was losing my mind when I, when like we were pressing for a winner. Like, I think, like, I, I, I was about to fucking explode when we were, when we were, when, like, after I made like three or four huge saves, like, and actually like charging balls down, like making myself big, like doing like the, like really spread out, like, that sort of thing, throwing myself into people. Like, uh, really, really let the moment take me. Really had a great time. 
All right. I wanted to see if anybody else had anything no. to add. I think <laughs> not, not to I, gave it, I gave it a minute, you know? I do um, have I do have one more. I have a okay. question for you, Brendan. Oh. So when was the first time that a child cried in your, like, oh, while you were watching them? And how did you react? Uh, I don't remember that at no. all. Because, honest to God, <clears throat> like, especially when you're first starting – Little kids cry all the time. So it's like, uh, I, I still generally am not that great with kids crying. Like kids uh, around me now, they don't really cry very often. But like when you're first starting out and you don't know how to like squash that before it starts. Because like you can see it coming with like little pissy kids, little kids that you can tell are whiners. Like you can find yeah. ways to like box them out and just like, we can put off these emotions for 40 minutes until you get back out to the car. Like, well, I'm sure that we can find a way to get you to jump off some sort of trampoline and forget that you want to cry for a minute. Um, I'm trying to think. No, I, no good crying stories really come to mind because uh, most of the time they're either crying because they're hurt or scared. I'm just like, neither of that funny. Yeah. So I did have a kid say to me once, I like I was walking through the gym and there's like these big huge pillars that hold up the roof and I kind of like swung myself around on one to help like make a 90 degree turn. And this kid just like really offhandedly was like, Wow, just like mommy. Oh and it just like bang right in the back of my head. I was like, wait, what the fuck did that mean? <laughs> and I like Whoa. turned around and it was like, oh, I'll explain. and you have to like play it cool. You can't be like, What what do you mean? Just like mom. It's like, well, all right. So uh, and I noticed you said that uh your phone number. Yeah. I noticed you said just like mom. I could take what, it off the sheet, mean? but if you gave it to me, I'd feel like I had a little more permission. <laughs> <laughs> So is uh, mommy picking up today, bud? Uh, and yeah, it was exactly what you all think it was. It's just like the way the kid explained it. There's a pole in their bedroom that mommy dances on for exercise. It's like, well, yeah, it's kid. exercise, oh, right. not work. Hell, hell yeah, kid. That's Correct. A, look, it's a popular form of niche exercise these days. Yeah, yeah. there's there's what is it? Stri- stripper aerobics or whatever. Yeah. Stripper size. It's empowering. Yeah, I'm told. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. Who who tells you? Who told you? I want names. We don't do names on the show. <laughs> We've done so yeah, oh, many yeah, names but... this episode. <laughs> I usually if it's one or two like to go through and just like get rid of the last name but like uh, good luck the, pe- the people that I've mentioned on the show, uh, it doesn't matter. They're all uh, half of them are probably dead. I feel like if you looked any of the people that we've mentioned on the show that aren't our friends up, you'd look them up and just be like, "Yeah, you can talk shit about this guy. That's fine." Yeah, they're all people who probably have no web presence either. Like, I, I, I can't even. Ma- uh, well, we, we can we can discuss this after, but I don't I, feel like anybody that we mentioned is someone who's like super active on Twitter and like you, is you, named. You mentioned Brad Oler, and I remember I was in the uh, park behind my house. I was in the monkey bars, and we and Brad Oler were friends. We were, like, four houses apart. So just like you're you're nine years old, you're friends with everybody, you know? Uh, yeah. Nobody's shitty at nine, you know? They're all no, just your, kids. Your house backed up to a park, so, like, right. by, by nature, like, you were going to – you you talked to a lot of people. Uh, and he, he – we were on the monkey bars together, and everybody was just, like – messing around but he he like wrapped his legs around my legs and pulled me off the monkey bars to my head and gave me a concussion no i remember like walking back to my house like i couldn't like i just the whole world was spinning 
Uh, and I, I just remember going back to him later after we went to the fucking hospital and I got back and just the next time I saw him I was like, why did you do that to me? Why, why, why would you do that? Why would you throw me on my head? He's like, you're, you're a gymnast. I thought you were going to land on my, your feet. It's like, you basically just like wrestled me to my head. What do you mean? I was so hurt because it, because I was like friends with him. <laughs> he just like yeah. fucking crushed my brain. Well, he thought you were like a cat. I was just yeah. like, what the fuck, dude? I'm a, I'm a little boy. Yeah, I did it. Yeah, as a goof, I did it. <laughs> like, what do you want from me? I was screwed around. I thought, I we, were both, I thought, I thought we were both having fun. <laughs> and if you want to come in here crying you? about it, oh, okay. Then it was I like one of those. I, I'll, throw, I'll throw somebody else off the monkey bars then if you don't fucking want <laughs> to. You're going to fucking whine about it. Yeah. It was one of those injuries you get where you react only as like the, the perfect kid way to react to an injury like that is just like to stand up and be like i have to go home <laughs> i have to walk home right now i have to not be here i have to go i've, I've got to fucking go i gotta go <laughs> all right well dan do you have anything to plug do you want are there any upcoming games or tickets for sale for the for the t-ball games uh, I do have raffle tickets. You guys want to buy five dollar raffle tickets? There's for a fifty. A th- there's a fifty fifty. Is there like uh, a link? Sure can I 50/50. can I post the link? I'll Venmo All you right. five. I'll Venmo you five bucks for a raffle ticket. Okay. <laughs> I, I got I got the tickets in my car. If you win, I'm taking the cash. So. Okay, that's fine. Wow, I'm wow. not gonna. You're, you're not gonna find out. Never gonna it. find out. <laughs> text, text me three weeks later, just like you lost. By the way, <laughs> you uh, won, but you yeah. have to pay twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's still another raffle. So it's Sears yeah. raffle. This is you've been in, you've been accepted into the second round of the raffle. <laughs> this one's fifty, not five. Good job on the win. <laughs> but I know that That's you have. Tw- I know that you have a Twitter account that you've posted on like twice. So. I won't even have you bother mentioning it. No, I'm, 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 I, what, you were talking about web presence. I have none. I have a, I have a Facebook so people can see my, like my family can see my boys <clears throat> and that's it. I only go on Reddit. My, my life Smart. is Reddit. Oh shit. I wasn't recording. Yes, you are. Fuck. That's it. I was the trying thing... to sneak that one past. I wanted a big I... reaction. All right. No, have a good week, I'm, everybody. I'm not that drunk, you asshole. Shut my weaknesses that I can't do much, and my scars remind me that the past is real. I tear my heart open just to fail. Drunk and I'm feeling down, and I just wanna be alone. A piss cause you came around. Why don't you just go home? Cause I channeled all your pain And I can't help you fix yourself You're making me insane All I can say is I tear my heart open I sew myself shut And my weakness is But I can't do much And the skies remind us That the past is real You never realized that you're drowning in the water. So I'll-
Weaknesses 